0: Welcome to Trader's Voice, a podcast dedicated to helping you eliminate market noise and focus on the one that matters, the voice inside your head. Oh my god, it's alive. AMC and GME is back from the dead, ladies and gentlemen. Would you look at that? <laughs> Can't believe it. So, if you didn't know, GameStop went from $50 you no know, close, maybe trading $46 at the open. To now hitting a high of about 200 and coming back down to 137 all within three hours or so. (laughs) It's kind of ridiculous how um, the markets are these days, but you know, um, you've been trading long enough, you see all kinds of things, and this is just another one of them. But the main reason I brought this up is because I've had a couple friends and family members who are uh, or were in a trade with GME and AMC. Um, they bought in somewhere around in the hundreds for GME and somewhere around the tens for AMC. And for the so they bought that maybe a month or two ago. And so, um, you know, after they bought in, the stocks dropped down. The, the, the stocks are trading at maybe 50% of where they bought in, right? And they held, and they kept spouting these things like, "Oh, um, diamond hands, right you gotta hold, and if we're we're long term investors, you hear all- all these kinds of things from people who are holding at a higher price than where the stock is now, right, and you see this in all kinds of pumps and pumps and dumps, you see this in all kinds of hot uh hot stock of the month right or hot stock of the week nowadays. You, you see this everywhere where um, there's a bunch of people caught bag holding, right? They're caught buying some at a point in time where they shouldn't be buying or with too large of a position that they didn't know, um, you know, that they didn't know better to control their position size. So they're, they're caught holding the bag. They're caught um, in the loss that is too large for them to want to be able to cut it off. And it's, it's not big enough for them to want to take off immediately, right? And who knows how big enough it is for, for the people. A lot of people have different risk tolerances, right? At some people, whenever they lose 10% of their account, they're, they they cut off the position. For some people, it's 20. For others, 30, 40, 50, 80, 90% of their account before they can finally take a loss. Um, but... These are all behaviors that you don't want as a professional trader, right? You don't want as a, a trader who knows better, who, who understands the deeper aspects about the markets and how it works and how to proper, profitably and consistently trade in the markets. You don't bag hold, right? You don't fucking keep a sack of poop that's deteriorating in, in your hands. You, you toss that shit away. You throw it away. You don't hold it, right? But this is what happens to a bunch of new traders, a bunch of people coming on to this trading game now, thanks to Robinhood and thanks to all of these uh, discount brokers. Now, a lot of people can trade for the first time. And this is what happens when you get a lot of people who don't know what they're doing, who j- jumps into the markets emotionally, right? You get crazy moves like Tesla, like Bitcoin, like um, GameStop, AMC, not all this debacle you see but uh so again you whenever you see spikes up and down on the way down you see a lot of people posting on social media you see a lot of people complaining about things saying that you know the markets are rigged saying that oh the stock still has potential to move up so what you need to do is hold uh you need to have diamond hands you need to have uh, teeth of steel right they, they tell you all these things because, really, they say it so that they feel better about themselves. That's the bottom line. They say it because they're caught big in, in the large positions that they should not have been trading. Right? They had no business trading. So now they go and post on social media, um, pumping up the, the sock, or telling everybody to hold or blaming the markets or blaming the, the brokers or blaming the, the, the whole system. They, they do it so that they feel better about their gigantic loss, right? They do it so they can sleep just a little bit better at night. They do it so that they can just feel at ease with their inability to take a small loss So now they have to eat the mother of all losses, right? I think uh, it was Ed Sakota from the Market Wizards that said that. That if you're unable to take a small loss, sooner or later, you'll take the mother of all losses. And that's what happens to these people who bought in GameStop and AMC and um, all these hype names. They buy in thinking that these names are going to go to the moon. But, you know, of course, that shit won't. It just can't because eventually there's not going to be enough people sustaining the, the, um, you know, extreme, extreme price move. So it's all, it's going to collapse on them. And these people just get caught blindsided, not knowing what happens, but, but we didn't even get to the meat of the story yet, which is when the names that they're holding actually spikes back up in their favor and they're break even again, (laughs) this, this is where the story gets tragic, right? It gets from, Bad to even worse, right? Because the people who were bag holding GameStop from uh, 200 or 100 for the past couple months, um, you know, they were they were in like a 50% drawdown. They were in a 50, 30, uh, 60, 70% drawdown. And now um, GameStop has actually uh, spiked up. It spiked up in the uh, last hour of trading and the next couple hours of aftermarket trading and it's up maybe 150 200 <laughs> percent this is the kind of market we're dealing with now uh, ladies and gentlemen this is why you got to be so careful if you're going to be on the short side because things are just so 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 explosive now with so many people uh trading with so many new people in the markets things are going to get emotional and whenever i look at a price chart now i just see it as um, just emotions spiking up and down right um, it's, it's the collective emotional state of the people trading the name or stock. That's, that's what a price move to me is now because people buy and sell based off emotion. They buy and sell based off, um, you know, how they feel about that certain asset or the certain ticker. But anyway, so what's the reason why now that GameStop and AMC, uh, has spiked up. And, you know, brought everybody who bought in at 100 or 200 back to break even. um, It's because they have not learned their lesson. They have not learned their lesson to cut their losers immediately, right? Trade small and cut their losers immediately. They did not learn that yet. Now they're actually going to feel vindicated for holding Um, because now all their hold and their pain and their anguish has paid off into this large, gigantic move in GameStop. And and it's funny because I've talked, I've just talked to someone who was holding, you know, at pretty high up in the hundreds, in the hundreds or so. And... Now that games are spiking up, they 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 tell me, yeah, man, um, I I feel like like I'm on top of the world. I feel like I'm I'm super smart for holding on, you know, um, diamond hands, bro, diamond hands. You gotta hold because this shit's going to the moon, bro. This exact words. This is exactly what they had told me. And I can already tell that you know they're still they still got a long way to go because. First of all, everything every time they talk to me, it's all just um, you know, external stuff like oh, PE ratio or fundamental news or the company sells this, the company's uh, buying this kind of asset, you know. Yeah. The uh, if you're talking to someone to uh, a quote-unquote trader and they're not talking to you about their process or they're not talking to you about how they deal with stressful situations or what kind of uh, improvements they're doing each and every single day to that makes them a better trader, uh, you're not talking to a trader. You're talking to a gambler. You're talking to someone who thinks he, himself a trader, who thinks himself uh, smart and sophisticated just because he knows about indicators, just because he knows about uh, moving averages and, and RSI and all that bullshit, that he thinks he's smart and he's somehow qualified to call himself a trader. Sure, he, he may, he may uh, do the actions of a trader, right? He can click a buy and sell button, but he make no mistake, he is no trader. He is nothing but a glorified gambler you know who who thinks himself a trader but um anyways so the yeah the reason why it's so so detrimental to buy and hold and even though you're in a fifty percent drawdown, you hold and hold, thinking that's gonna go up, and eventually it does go up because you've held for long enough, right you hold long enough sometimes things go do go up in your favor just out of sheer luck and uh probabilities but when they go in your favor what what you you learned the wrong lesson right you learned that buying holding buying and holding will eventually pay off in the long term but you're not buying holding you're buying and gambling right you don't really have a process in place um so now you think that the next time you get into a large, gigantic move full of uh, volatility and emotions, that eventually, um, if you buy and then you hold, even though you're you're down again, sometimes that thing never recovers for years, right? Look at uh, Cisco, CSCO, I believe. Um, you bought a couple years ago at 70 or 80 dollars. Well, look how many years it's been since that, and it's never recovered that amount. It's maybe not even halfway, or maybe about halfway, right? Are you willing to hold years and years just just because you're unwilling to take a small little loss, give up a little bit of that ego, take, uh, you know, t- just enforce that discipline in that moment? You know, you're telling me you're unable to do that, so you'd rather just sit in anguish. Just sit in the emotional pain as you watch your position deteriorate day after day, right? Why? First of all, why would you even want to live a life like that? Why would you even want to do things that put you in that kind of emotional state, let alone for monetary purposes? And if you are willing to put yourself through that state, at least do, do it in a way that will actually make you money in the long term, you know? Buying and holding and holding and, and wishing that something will go up over, you know, a pre undetermined amount of time. Um, that's just that's not a good monetary strategy either. So why would you even do that? You know? It is like so they learn the wrong lesson of of buying and holding, and eventually they'll get vindicated instead of the other lesson, which is selling and, and cutting your losses quickly, so you don't have to go through all that, all that emotional anguish. Right. Um, And just if you just think about it, it's just a lot. That's a better way to live as well, because you're you're willing to let go of things that no longer serve you. Right. Just like a bad relationship, just like a bad addiction, just like a bad habit. So a person who's willing to let go of his past actions, of his past hopes and wishes and, and wrongdoings, to, um, you know, forge a new path with the correct ones, with the better ones and with the the more fulfilling ones um, and ones that is, you know, providing better inner peace, that that person will have a lot more success than the majority of people who are unable to let go of uh, baggage, let go of losing positions letting go of toxic people letting go of toxic jobs letting go of toxic uh, friends the people who who hold on to toxic things are basically keeping their shit in they're holding in their shit literal shit you know imagine never taking a shit and and uh, you know flushing your system clean <laughs> you know imagine just holding all that toxic waste in and this is what happens when you hold positions Hold uh, losing positions and holding on to just to toxic material. You know, so again, this is why I stress so much on the self-development side of trading because um, if you can be a better person, you'll be invariably a better trader. But if you're you're if you keep trying to be a better trader when your own character and your own personality is at fault is flawed you would never be a better trader because you'll always fall back to the level of your character of your who you are in your life in your day-to-day life not outside of trading you know this is why it's so important to to first work on yourself before you you try to embark on any endeavor that requires such a high level of discipline but, all right, guys, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And for the website, um, if you guys are trying to access the website, I'm, I'm sorry. There was like an update on, on WordPress, which is the 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 website host I used. Um, they there was, I updated something for, with them, and somehow it just didn't turn out right, and then it caused a bug in my website. And so I got to take a look at that. But um think th- th- if you guys are listening anywhere else thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys in the next one.